Hey, this is Jason Martinez of the Philadelphia Flyers, and you're listening to Face Off with Chris on the Enterprise Sports Network. Carson Wentz is the worst quarterback in Philadelphia sports history. This is Face Off with Chris. Uh, I am Chrissy Francesco. Uh, joining me this week is one of my good friends. Um, actually, stunned that I haven't had him on yet with me. Uh, he's a good friend of mine, former colleague, but um, just an all-around class act, and he loves Philadelphia sports. Uh, JB, John Brenner, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing good, Chris. I'm doing good. How about yourself, brother? Uh, absolutely perfect. I can't, I, can't, <laughs> I, I can't complain. Even if I did, nobody cares. Uh, yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> so what I just said at the top there is the feeling, that's the feeling you will get if you have listened to sports radio uh-huh. this past week. And uh, for those of you who have been listening to my shows for years knows that I'm a huge Carson Wentz guy. So you're not going to hear me ever say anything like that at all. You got JB rocking the white uh, 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 Carson <laughs> Wentz jersey. So that's always a good thing. Um, so we're going to talk some Eagles, obviously, today that we're going to preview. Um, I can't believe, uh, John, that it's week two, and we're already talking about must-win football games. Um, uh, no, let's yeah, let's not even go. One game cannot define your season. I'm sorry. Like, I I, um, I agree with you, and um, <laughs> only in Philadelphia does that kind of. I, uh, I will say though, down in Tampa Bay, they're already saying, "Oh, this this isn't New England anymore, uh-huh. Brady. This isn't New England." I um, loved all the memes that I've been seeing about Brady. It's been great. <laughs> I know it's it's good stuff. And we're gonna we're gonna start off though uh, with the Phillies. Um, and you know, JB has been listening to me and has seen me babble for years on social media about the Phillies. Um, you wouldn't know sometimes that it's my absolute favorite team on earth, but, um, (laughs) today it came out JB that, uh, one Jake Arrieta, uh, will be missing the rest of the regular season. Um, gets to sit at home and, and collect uh, the rest of that $25 million. <laughs> and he actually pitched a game where he did well. Like, right. he, you know, his final game here in Philly, it's going to be like, oh, well, I, you know, it, I it was uh, – <laughs> it literally, like, it really is disturbing how much he stole from us these last three years. Um, yeah. I don't know if people agree, but – I'm yeah. sure a lot of people agree. Now, one day I'm going to do a show where I'm going to list me the top 10 biggest thieves in Philadelphia sports history. <laughs> and, you know, off the top of my head, obviously guys like Chris Weber come to mind. Oh. Um, who was the, the, the sixer that we signed? Bynum. Uh, Andrew Bynum. Andrew Bynum. Yep. Um, and then you have a guy like Jake Arrieta, uh, uh. Namdi Asamoah, guys uh. like that. Um, but, you know, would you rank that as one of the worst contracts in Philadelphia uh. sports history? Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Like he, like he literally, like we signed him, like I get it. We pretty much paid him for what he did in Chicago. Absolutely. And it's like, it's, it's really, it's really frustrating Mm -hmm. like to see us shell that out. But I mean, at the same time, you know, we were desperate and we, we, the fans were crying. We need a pitcher. We need a pitcher. Mm -hmm. So we just ran out and just blew money on the most available, the best available pitcher Mm -hmm. there was. Absolutely. And, you know, speaking of the Phillies, you know, we're, we're, what are they, 24 and 24 right now? Um, They're tied for seventh with San Francisco for last place in the playoff standings. Yes. Oh, so they're, they're tied with Gabe Kapler and the mm-hmm. San Francisco yep. Giants. Yep. Um, yep. And uh, so here's basically where we're at right now with the Phillies. And as we are recording the show, you guys will hear this on Friday, and we're recording this Thursday night. Um, 
you know, you come, you, what you, right before that big uh, streak they went on, Bryce Harper proclaimed, Ugh. look, you know, we got to win nine of 10. Not only do they do that, they win 10 of their next 11. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bryce Harper, all of a sudden, during those 11 games, just fell off the face of the earth, as did JT Real Muto. <laughs> um, and they hung in there, like I said, 1, 10, 11. They're 3 and 7 in their last 10. Um, and, and it looks like the wheels are falling off again. Again, another uh, blown save or, or blown opportunity last night by Hector Neris. Um, and, and they lost that game in, in extras. Or no, I'm sorry, in the ninth. They lost that no, game. They, in the ninth. Yeah, they lost. Yep. Um, you know, you don't have real Muto. You don't have uh, Reese Hoskins probably for the rest of the season. He needs Tommy John surgery. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, we don't know what's going on with Bryce Harper. Um, where are you at with, with the Phillies right now, JB? Well, I mean, first and foremost, Bryce Harper cut his hair. So he's Samson yeah. now. So he lost all his power. That's correct. But, <laughs> but, I, I love that. But, um, I mean, it's, it's first and foremost, it's the issue that we've been having all year. It's our bullpen. Mm-hmm. Literally, our bullpen's ERA is 7.05, the worst in the major leagues, <laughs> second worst in major league history. Now, remember, we're, not, we're only 48 games in a 60-game season, mm-hmm. and we are the second worst in baseball history behind who else? The 1930s Philadelphia Phillies. <laughs> so we're just really good at keeping like the worst stats possible. And my man, like I'm trying to keep my cool and everything. I love my Phillies. I mm-hmm. love I love the manager. I love Joe Girardi, like the signing, yeah. but I mean, it's like, not his fault. It's no, not Absolutely at all. Not. not at all. Um, I'm, and look, if you guys want a barrage of Matt Klintak, just go to my Twitter oh, at oh. Christy Fran 24. And uh, it's just, it's, it's a nonstop move after move day after day that people oh. are realizing like, this guy has done absolutely nothing for this mm. franchise. I mean, Mm-mm. he didn't – when people say Bryce Harper, no, no, that was John Middleton. John yes. Middleton. Yeah, he went. And then, yeah, Klentak, Klentak got JT Real Muto. Yeah, he's also about to let go JT Real Muto. <laughs> and who did we let go of for that? That is Pedro Martinez. As, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like you, you need to sign him. That's uh, – first and foremost, like – Sign JT because, I mean, yes, he's going through a rough streak. I'm, I'm going to kind of give him the benefit of the doubt because when all the bats were quiet, he was the one ripping home runs. And You're right. So he's allowed to get this little and, – and in all honesty, I think there is something wrong with him. He's like, yeah. there's some sort – he's day-to-day. But, I mean, at this point, Clintech has to sign him not to be the worst GM in the world. I mean, he's already made that worst decision by bringing in J- mm-hmm. JT for – like, we need pitching. That was our biggest thing. Like, mm-hmm. JT is great. I'm so glad that we've been able to have him for so many years. But, I mean, look what we gave away for him. I mean, we, yeah. have, we have kept around all these other guys mm-hmm. that – now we apparently just have traded away, but mm-hmm. I mean, we kept all these guys and now all of a sudden it's like, all right, the one guy that we did give away is now the one that is literally coming back and kicking our butt. Yeah. And, <laughs> so. and it's, it's crazy because yes, you know, they, they had to make a move and we all know that the JT trade by Matt Klintak was basically a, uh, um, a cog to try to get Bryce Harper here to convince him to come here. Yeah. Um, and yeah, six, though, you know, we got guys, you know, I think the greatest right-handed pitcher in history is Pedro Martinez. That's just how I feel. Um, not the best, maybe the most dominant right-handed pitcher yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. 
and you've got him going on national television saying this kid's young, 22 years old, and he's got better stuff than I did. And was it a move you had to make at the time? Probably to get a guy like that, because you obviously don't know. He could have been another Kyle Drayback, for all we know. Um, True. But the fact that he is developing into somebody insanely special – that just shows the more urgency that this team has to do to sign Real Muto now. Yeah, exactly that. And I want to touch on what you said, development. Mm-hmm. And I seriously think the Phillies have a massive issue with yeah. developing their players very mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. And it's very true. So what if maybe he did stick around? Maybe we didn't trade for Real Muto and mm-hmm. he's in our farm system. He could be a completely different player here. Mm-hmm. So technically, you know, but, I mean, that's another thing where you know, upper management's got to kind of look into that a little bit more. But, you know, right. that's, and, not, that's not an issue. Right? And, and we've already, you know, we've seen the, the rankings on, the, on a thing like USA Today or Baseball America ranking the Phillies as, like, one of or, like, the worst farm system in, in mm. professional baseball. And that's something that's been going on for so long. You know, mm-hmm. not, you know probably since the Utley and the Howard and the Hamels era – this team just cannot produce prospects. And it, it really blows my mind how we weren't able to because we had all those players. We didn't have to trade away anything. We didn't have to give away the farm right. to get these big players. So it's like, how did we not have anybody down there ready to go? I mean, even Spencer Howard, like our big – he's come up. It's his first year, COVID-19 year. You know, you, you know we're going to obviously give him the benefit – or hopefully – Philadelphia fans will give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's like even he, he's coming up. He's got an ERA that's above five. It's like it's really just – it's disappointing when we just bring up all these guys where it's just like, oh, this guy's doing well. This guy's doing well. Then they come up here and it's just like, it, is it the development? Like, is it like, okay, they're, they're developed well for the minors, but when they get up to the majors, there's just something they're not hiding or, you know, it's, it's – it's, it's a good question, man, and that's something that we're all continuing to ask ourselves. I mean, it, it, with the – Exception of Alec Alec Baum um, or Alec Bohm, yeah. he's he seems to be fantastic. Yes. Now, will yeah. that go into next season? <laughs> will he be Michael Franco? We don't know. Reese um, Hoskins. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Reese yes. Hoskins. We just don't know. Yeah. What we do see though is the kid can flat out hit a baseball. Yes. Um, and all parts of the field. The fielding is something. You know, it's you know you can't just go out and draft Scott Rollins or Nolan yeah. Arenados. You know, so mm-hmm. that's something that's got to be developed. <laughs> so, and but you're right. Maybe yeah, and maybe they're looking to move him over to first base. You know, that's, who knows what their big plan right. for Reese is? Maybe this year was Reese Hoskins' prove it year. I don't right. know. Maybe maybe something's going through Clintex's head with that, but. You know, right. I'm not going to give him that. I'm not going to make him that smart because honestly, he's yeah. Anyway, but and, and, and it was before the season. I had talked to Kevin Cooney, and he was on uh, my first episode or my second mm-hmm. episode that I did here, and he said, you know, it was kind of stated before the beginning of this 60 game uh, sprint that Clentac's job is not going to be judged on a 60 game season, and within like the first 25 games. That narrative has completely changed. Uh-huh. Now, you know, I hear guys like a Todd Zalecki or even a Kevin Cooney go, or, um, you know, Matt Gelb, beat writers of the Phillies going on radio saying, oh, no, like this could be a, a make or a break it. If the Phillies could make the playoffs and Kletek could still get fired because if they, if they go to the playoffs and get swept out, which is a very good possibility, obviously, oh, of happening. If, if um, they get yeah, there. Right. They got to get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, and what makes it even worse – 
is we know for a fact that the one thing that Klintak didn't want to do was get rid of Kapler. If Kapler <laughs> takes that Giants team and gets into the playoffs over the Phillies, uh, mm-hmm. there's no way you can keep mm-hmm. Matt Klintak anymore Mm-mm. because he's yeah. gonna he's gonna you know find a way to rub that in the faces of of you know management. I'm sure. Um, you know, look at the look at my prodigy. He just took yeah. the Giants. Um, well, that's because you can't build a baseball team on a two hundred million dollar budget. Well, uh, it, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's and it's and it's one of those things. It's like you just time is of the essence. I mean, mm-hmm. if if we resign JT Real Muto, um, we have yes Harper for the next eleven years. But at the same mm-hmm. time, how much of that is like going to be prime? Bryce Harper, because everyone's right. like, oh, he's falling off. He's doing this. He's doing that. Bryce Harper's never been that 340 home run. He, what he's doing is what we signed him to do. Like Last he's, year he was, was yes. Bryce Harper. Yes, yes, exactly. And I didn't expect anything else. We signed mm-hmm. him that long-term deal more. Like, look, he's, he's going to be able to bring people. And he made the mistake of trying to bring uh, – what talked to trout last year before <laughs> yeah. I, you know made that big mistake but i mean at the same time like people listen to him people respect him and i mean scary enough they respect him probably more than clintech mm-hmm. or anything yeah. like that because and mm-hmm. and it's just one of those things where kind of like I, I know we're not really touching them but the sixers time is time is wasting away right now for sure that window and is rapidly closing yes absolutely yeah. I agree. And, you know, you look at a Bryce Harper, and I, I, I said this on a show last week but before we get to the Eagles here, um, is you have a guy like Bryce Harper where, yes, these guys signed these massive contracts, but uh, and I'm sure, and that went along with the Real Muto trade, that the Phillies promised Harper everything, and I'm sure they did to get him mm-hmm. to come here. And, you know, you it's really hard to convince a professional athlete in 2020 to stay somewhere for 13 years without a no-trade clause. Yep. I'm, And, you know, I don't want this to happen because he loves Philly, and I think he could be the greatest Philly of all time if, if he could stay healthy and produce. If you get into year three or four and they're not making the playoffs, John, I can firmly go to Harper and think that, He's going to try to get traded out of here. Yep. Wave that no trade clause and go. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And how devastating that would be to, oh. for that to happen. Absolutely. Because especially being as the guy literally comes over here and the team he just left wins the, wins World, the World Series. Series. Like that's – and you, no matter what, like he puts on a smile and everything like oh. that. But let's, let's all be human. That's going to gut you. Absolutely. And so to see to see Clintech destroy this team mm-hmm. the way he's doing it right now with the did not even pay attention to any relief when everyone's screaming we need relief pitching he goes out and signs Wheeler it's so far like it's a deep but I mean again it's, it's that's not going to move the needle that and I'm sorry just because you flash a lot of money at like a high mm-hmm. a high um, ranking player yeah. doesn't make you an amazing GM just because they take it. Right. It's those right. other deals that you do underneath that get that uh, bullpen going and everything mm-hmm. like the amazing trade that he made with Boston, you know, yeah. cause the worst team in the league is going <laughs> to trade away. their amazing players. Right. So, you know, he, he's like, I mean, we gave away garbage for garbage. Let's just be honest. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, still it's, it's still, it's disturbing. Like literally how like this bullpen is just destroying this season. It's scary. It's it's single-handedly destroying yes. the season. Yes. Like we've and again, my last point is it's disgusting to me that it can be six or seven nothing in the fifth inning, and I'm not even confident. No. That's disgusting. No. 
I, I saw a tweet when that one game where we destroyed – I forget who it was. We were up 9 nothing, and Michael Barkham's like, that's not enough. Keep going. Yeah, <laughs> like, and it I, was like the sixth inning or something. But let me just give you this one little fun – you know me with stats. So let me I, just give you this one little, one little fun stat here. Um, remember, still just 48 games into the season. You know, mm-hmm. just 48 games. And this is the games that we've lost, but the leads that we had. Four runs, three runs, two, 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 seven. Four, two, three, four, which was last night's yep. lovely little mm-hmm. mishap, if you want to call it a mishap. But, I mean, it's just – I call it status quo. I call uh, it another yeah. night at the office. Yeah, yeah seriously. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, like, seriously, how do you explain to your kids, Dad, they're up seven to one. How, how did they lose it? Well, son <laughs> – Matt Klintak. <laughs> yeah, Matt, Matt Klintak. Klintak. Yep, exactly. <laughs> that's funny. Um, all right, so I was hoping to move from a, a negative to a positive, but that's really hard uh-huh. to do right now. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, across the street this weekend, uh, we have the home opener for the Philadelphia oh. Eagles, and um, the Rams are coming in, man, and the Rams are fresh off of beating the uh, Cowboys of Dallas uh, last Sunday. Um, so JB to kind of put a ribbon, uh, or a bow, um, as it were on last week's game against, uh, the football team of Washington, uh, <laughs> lost to uh, a no name team. I, what was, um, you know, it, it's been a few days now, obviously, you know, these, this game has been dissected every which yeah. way. Um, where were you on the, the blame game? Um, do you blame everyone at, in a totality? Um, or do you kind of shift blame to like one or two people? Um, it's going to be more probably two people. I mean, everyone's going to get on the Wentz bus and be like, mm-hmm. how terrible is he? But I mean, in all fairness, when you have the line in your face, there was literally a play where Jason Peters was down and Chase Young, before Peters is even up in his position, mm-hmm. Young's behind him and around him. Like, Wentz can't do anything about that. Mm-mm. But the people who I kind of like, like, let's just go, Doug Peterson needs to be a better game caller. Yes. If he's going to make himself offensive coordinator, he needs to adjust. He, he used to be able to adjust pretty well a few years ago, which mm-hmm. makes me kind of think, was it him? Was it Frank Reich? I'm not going to be, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to, you know, I love, I love Peterson, but Mm -hmm. this last weekend, like if you're going to put yourself in that role, you're going to have to adjust. And by that, and it was a clear sign that Washington saw something at the end of the second half that they just pounced on. And Peterson, instead of being like, all right, let's try to mix it up or anything like that. He's like, Oh, pass, 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 pass. Yeah. When you go ahead. 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 Uh, My, my whole thing on that would be what really bothered me the most is you know, football is 100 years old, and the formula will never change. When you're up 17 to nothing with, like, three minutes left in the half, why are you throwing three 50-yard bombs in a row? Uh-huh. It, it, why are you not running the football to just wear the clock out? You have a guy in Carson Wentz who I'm not surprised he threw two interceptions and was awful. Yeah. When you're dropping back – he, they, he threw 42 passes. He was sacked eight times. That means he dropped back the pass 50 times against yep. one of the best defensive lines yep. in football that was blowing up your – you had three players on that offensive line making their first career NFL start. Mm-hmm. What, what are you doing in the, at the end of the first half saying, oh, I'm just going to start throwing this ball? Yep. What is yeah. – what? 
I, it's hard for me to blame Carson Wentz because every time that man dropped back in his Dude, mind, yes. he knew I'm going to get hit here. Uh-huh. I do blame Carson because this is a five-year issue we're having where he won't let go oh. of the football. Yep, exactly. And that I will not disagree with you at all. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's one of those things where he said that I got to work on this. My man, if you haven't figured it out yet, it scares me that you might not figure this out at all. Right. Now, now is that coaching or is that a lack of wanting to be taught? Oh, I, be- I believe it's a little bit of both, but especially with the coaching. Yeah. Especially with the coaching. Because okay. he, had, he had a great – like because in all fairness, the 2017 season, you know, the year of Nick Foles – um, he, he was do he, he looked his best then he even got it out quickly. Mm-hmm. Like it just, he did everything right that season because mm-hmm. he had somebody in his ear helping him out since yeah. then Doug Pearson has pulled these quarterback coaches from, I don't know where, mm-hmm. I don't know who, but he's just like, Oh, Hey, yeah, this guy will help now. He's had the, just because he had somebody above him that was good doesn't make that person good. Like, right. I forget who I the agree. quarterback coach is now anyway, which is sad. I, I agree. And, like, here's the other thing you also have to worry that it's not just it's not just the guys that made their first NFL start. You have a 38-year-old guard. You have oh. a center who's 34 and wants to retire. Mm-hmm. Lane Johnson just had his second or third ankle surgery. He's 30. What you don't, Barrett Brooks just had his what another Achilles issue. He's had uh-huh. huge injuries. He's thirty. I think it's time to start this, utilizing draft picks on fat offensive linemen. And this that that goes into my second person to blame. I'm going to go back to Howie Roseman. Absolutely, like my man. Here, right here, I, you had ten draft picks mm-hmm. this year. Ten. And you're, and you know, like yes, wide receivers we needed. I I have no problem with that number one pick. Jalen Rager, I think, is going to be a beast. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can really do mm-hmm. when his quarterback has more than a half a second to throw the dang ball. Yeah, um, exactly. Number two, we pick a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Nothing against Jalen Hurts. This is Howie Roseman. Howie Roseman's like, all right, I'm going, to, I'm going to get help from my quarterback. And then in the second round, completely kills this man's, like, mm-hmm. ego or anything. It's like, hey, I'm giving you competition now. It's like, are you kidding me? Their first – offensive lineman pick in the draft was pick five in the fourth round. <laughs> Seriously? And I, then another one that they cut, Prince, oh, Prince Ali, fabulous he, um, <laughs> he was picked sixth round, the ninth pick. Like, mm-hmm. th- that's pretty much telling me that these guys, I, I believe that up, up high – are almost giving up on Wentz. And it's, you know, it's crazy. And one that, uh, before I go, go back to Wentz, the Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. pick, that was mm-hmm. Howie Roseman flashing, I'm smarter than everybody else. Yeah. That's yep. what he's doing. There's a lot of things I want to mm-hmm. say there, but I don't, I, I don't uh-huh. talk like yeah. that on this show. But, you know, he was nope. swinging things oh. around saying, I'm smarter than all of you. Watch mm-hmm. what I can do. You know, the, the best thing I hope that can happen is maybe next year they flip, the, they flip Hurts for maybe like a second round draft pick. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, Obviously, I don't think that uh, – when it comes to any move, I don't trust Howie Roseman. No, um, no, not anymore. No, I agree. He's stuck on nostalgia. Absolutely. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm like, pretty much hopping into the next point. But no, no, it's fine. Yeah, and he, my, he is – sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. It's a, my, my thing about Wentz is – and you brought up a great point by saying you maybe the upper management has given up on him. It seems to be like this common theme in Philadelphia with the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You got Randall Cunningham. What's the most famous thing people said about Randall? 
if he if Buddy Ryan cared at all about offense, they would have won Super Bowls because that was the greatest defense in the history yep. of football. But <laughs> Randall just had nothing. He had nothing. No. Then you That's go, why he was running for his life every play. Right. And <laughs> then you go into Donovan. If he wasn't so great for five, six, seven years, who knows how awful he would have turned out? Because again, he had nothing. No. He had you and James me playing Strash. wide receiver. Yes, yeah, Torrance exactly. Small, Todd Charles Pinkston. Johnson. Yep, so bad. And then you exactly. go to and then you go to Carson. You're right. You and I, again, I like Jalen Rager, but I liked CD Lamb better at 18. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, point well taken. Yeah, point so well taken. Yes. What I think Sunday exposed to the to the world about the Eagles is they don't, and Rager will become this. They don't have any weapons. Mm-hmm. And when now. You ha- right, right now they have no weapons. Mm-hmm. When yep. you have an offensive line that's as beat up as that, and then you have a Miles Sanders, yes, he's really good. But one, he's in year two. You don't know how good he really is. Yeah. So you go to Deshaun <laughs> Jackson, who can barely stay on the field. <laughs> that has Ertz. to convince people, guys, I wasn't hurt. Oh, right. Well, oh, and yet sure. yesterday, no practice. He didn't right. practice yesterday. Yeah. Right. Okay. What okay. did you twist your ankle? <laughs> um, and then you have, you know, Zach Ertz, who's not the happiest man in the world right now, but well, a lot of times he's getting double teamed. Dallas yeah. Goddard is really good, but he's, I was amazed that he had nine catches because he mm-hmm. had the pass block. Yep. He had the help block. Yeah. Yeah. So, when you got a guy that is taking three-step drops and hitting the ground, mm-hmm. what you, they don't have the size and they don't have the talent right now to go out there and dominate. And again, I think Ooh. that goes back to, are they setting this man up for failure? And it doesn't make sense because they just paid him $150 million. It, it just must be nice to just have the money shelled out and be like, oh, well, we'll just give this, we'll give him the money. We'll let him waste away on an island and then we'll bring in this kid, uh, Jalen Hurts. And it's, it's tough, man. Like, but it's that should worry Jalen. If he it thinks, should. okay, I'm going to get this job, he's literally like, so, I mean, it's just. But that does just, go back to your point about Howie Roseman, and you were touching on on how Roseman is a guy that is completely living off nostalgia right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I one hundred percent agree with you on that. Um, and and that and I think we're watching that now, and how much that's hurting the team. They spent a billion dollars on defense, and mm-hmm. yes. you know I love Fletcher Cox. He has done nothing since two years ago. Um, you know, Brandon Graham had a great, you know, couple tackles in the first quarter. Second, then he got rocked. He was out yep. for the entire second half with a concussion. Um, yep. you, you, you know, their uh, Slay was incredible on yeah. Sunday. Um, their secondary, I think, was like the highest graded secondary in football. Yeah, yeah. Um, it which was. is in- incredible. It's but, a great turnaround. But what did you sacrifice for that? It, that's my point. And like, you know, everyone's blaming Wentz, Doug Peterson. How about 27 unanswered points? Make a stop once in a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, How yeah. about we get some sacks, which this team yep. is allergic to sacks. Yeah, I, I didn't pull those stats up, but how many – like, I won't even put you on the spot with that one, but it's like we had to have had last year like under 20 total as a team. And then our probably our leader – well, this year our leader may be Josh Sweat, which is going to be scary. But, I mean, at the same time, this kid can break out. Awesome. But, I mean, really, Josh Sweat, all the money you're pouring into this, this defense, and he's going to be the one that comes out. I mean, like I said, good for him. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. But, you know, you got uh, Hargrave. 
he was limited in practice again yep. today. Yep. You know, it's like, when are we going to see these guys? Like, I'm really – you got Alshon Jackson. Jeffrey yeah. who's stealing. He's our Arietta. He's <laughs> At least he had one good year, though. I will give yeah, him the Super Bowl season. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. for him to do, like, what T.O. did and play hurt and what he did, like, I, I give him all the credit in the world, but it's mm-hmm. time to move on. The I agree. Time to move on. Um, Agreed. But I now, think – sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no you're, you're absolutely right in the sense that you know, you, they, they've got to figure something out quick. And, you know, that goes into this Sunday's game. And, you know, like I said at the top of the show, we're in week two now. And we're already saying, all right, um, this is a must-win game. And, like, and you're right. You know, one or two games doesn't mean anything. And I'll tell you why. The division is awful. This <laughs> yeah. division is so bad. <laughs> but I was thinking that, too. But I'm like, just, just look what uh, Ron Rivera did. Yeah. That was coaching. It, oh, absolutely. We don't, ha- we don't have we don't have teams with dumb coaches. Oh, excuse me, not dumb coaches, but with mm-hmm. like, um, with terrible coaching. Mm-hmm. Like literally, Ron Rivera, he he showed up, and he yeah, he, he he watched. He and then at the end of the game, or at the end of the first half, he struck, and then just didn't let off the jugular the whole game. Right. So I I commend him for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you got uh, Mike McCarthy on Dallas now. Like you don't have the clapper anymore. Like you got, you got to be worried a little bit now, granted, you know, the way their game played, it wasn't too, but you don't have the same coaching that they had before. I mean, yes, Jason Garrett did go to the offensive coordinator of the giants. So technically do we still, but at the same time, like, you know, I, I'm not going to sit behind um, this being the worst division. I believe at any point, any of them can come up out of nowhere and, do damage but i mean mm-hmm. it's just one of those things we need to win the and this has been a problem last year and the year before ever since the super bowl we need to win games uh we need to win the games that we can win I, does that make sense <laughs> you know you what need i'm to win the games that. that you need to win, win the, yes yeah, yeah, the game, yeah yes exactly so against washington mm-hmm. football team you mm-hmm. need to win that game um, especially when you're up 17 nothing i mean that's proof where we could have just stomped on them but instead Peter, yeah, and we won't revisit that again, but you know, sure. it's just, but I mean, c- coming this week, my man, like I know everyone's like, Oh, Errol, Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald. Well, guess what? The Eagles might have a plan for him, but you got to worry about Michael Brockers, Samson, mm-hmm. a Sorry. I couldn't get his name. <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying Brockers to, is a good trying, player, man. Yes. So, exactly. And I'd be more worried about those three. Absolutely. Than I would be about Aaron Donald because if they're going to double team Aaron Donald, that means the other guys are just going to come in there and kill Wentz. And mm-hmm. that's what scares me. I, I, I agree. And, you know, I'm not a big Jared Goff guy, but, you know, you, you're not going to win games if your defense is sacking Carson yes. Wentz eight more times. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, and that's, you know, where I'm going to struggle with picking the Eagles. And, and Look, I think the Eagles are going to win because if there's one thing Doug Peterson is good, and Andy Reid was great at this too, he was always really good the next week after a bad loss. And, yes, agreed. Um, yep. And I, I, if you got Lane Johnson and Miles Sanders playing, which they are fully expected to, uh, it came out today that Brandon Graham will play. He he's through concussion protocol. He's fine. Um, so it seems like they're going to be relatively healthy going yeah. <laughs> into this 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 Sunday. Um, you know, I would not sleep on this on this this Rams team. Um, nope. That's a it's a it's a well coached team. Yep. Um, uh, I think McVeigh is is a really good coach. He's he's he smart. Mo- he's very smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I think there should be extra motivation for a guy like Wentz. One, I'm sure. I don't care what anybody says. You know, they know what's being said. 
They hear it. Yeah. They hear yeah. the noise. And I know for a fact, you got to, not for a fact, but, you know, Wentz is going up against the guy that was picked ahead of him, number one. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, you know, that one and two matchup that people are going to talk about again. Um, and, and I think Wentz is the kind of guy, and we've seen this before, he's, yes, he went up in the press conference and said, I got to work better this. I got to work better that, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's what athletes do. That's what they do. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, it's a matter now of, do I trust that Doug Peterson is going to pre- present this, the right game plan to protect his quarterback? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just don't yeah. know. Yeah, this, this week, especially after what the Eagles gave us last week, you're absolutely right. To be able, I, I give you credit for saying that you, know, you, you see an Eagles victory because in all fairness, like if, even though we got our strength back like with Miles Sanders, like what game plan do the Rams have for that? Like, are they right. going to be, be like, okay, well, now they got their one rusher back. If we stop him, we're going to have the same exact effect that, we, mm-hmm. that the Redskins had on him last week. So it, it's just one of those things where it – I want to say Eagles victory because you know I'm a homer. <laughs> you oh, know you, you got. We all be are. Like, you got. You got to <laughs> be. Yeah, exactly. You got to be like, all right. I want and I want to see them win. I want them mm-hmm. to come out pounding this week. Like you know, hey, we got we got embarrassed last week. Let's embarrass this team this week. And right. do they have that? Do they have the parts? Do they have the players to do it? Yes, absolutely. Do they have the mindset? Yes. Like you said, that was a great point on how Doug Peterson literally always picks himself back up mm-hmm. and slams the opponent the next week after an embarrassing loss. Yeah, I believe he can do it. But first and foremost, will we stay healthy the whole game? And, <laughs> Good question again. And, and you know, will, will he make smart moves? Make yeah, smart I, plays. Like, because I feel like sometimes when he sees something succeed, like he hit Rager for that 55-yard pass, and then he's like, okay, let's just keep doing it. and do it. Yeah. No, no. They will adjust to that. Like, the other team's not that dumb. They no. will bring a safety over. They exactly. will make adjustments. Mm-hmm. Like, you got it. Now that you got them beaten down, start the short game. Slants, exactly. Everything like that. Yep. Use, mm-hmm. use J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, who Roseman was trying to cover – three days later from <laughs> after they had to cut his three guys that he was like so hard on for to the, the 2017 draft. Yeah. Um, he comes out, not, it wasn't Peterson. It was Howie Roseman saying, Oh yeah, Ortega Whiteside's looking good. I'm like, yeah, stop, stop trying to play that. Look over here. Look over here. While I just, you know, <laughs> while we just yeah. got rid of three guys that I spoke very highly of. And, right. And you know, so. how, how bad is JJ Ortega Whiteside if Hightower gets like five <laughs> targets and Ortega Whiteside gets none. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this exactly. is our, and Ortega Whiteside is the guy that during training camp, every Eagle media member said, what a camp. This guy's determined yep. is now, I don't know if there's a disconnect between he and Wentz, because how do you play 30 snaps and get no targets? And, and that's exactly it. Like, is it the gameplay? Is it, are they really um, making him involved? Or are they just saying, okay, you're a big dude, just block for right now. Or, you know, it's, it is one of those things where it's mm-hmm. like, like, I want to see it. I, 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 I don't want to talk bad. I don't want to have these kind of conversations. I want to be like, yo, JJ Ortega, did you see that? You know, yeah, I, I want to sure. be able to say that, you know, that Jalen Rager catch was awesome. Mm-hmm. If it was a little better on target. Hey, he might That's have had a touchdown. touchdown there. Yeah. But, I mean, nonetheless, like, it's one of those things where it, you really – J.J., I, it's, it's in the mind. I seriously think it's in the mind. And I, I don't know, like, point. how they – I don't know how they prep their players. I don't know how, what they do. But it's like – it's almost like the Phillies where is it a developmental thing? That's another like, great question. It, it, J.J. Um, 
Rager already seems to have a mindset of a veteran. So it doesn't really, but there's all these other younger guys who are coming, who need that, who need to be taught, who need to. um, And it just doesn't seem like, we have that guy to be like, oh yeah, no, no, I'll take him under my wing and do this. Yeah, because yeah, you because know, you can't it, do a D-Jack because he's a completely different kind of wide yeah, receiver. And, exactly. You know, Rager and, seems to have that mindset because I think he's playing motivated as heck. Because yes, he, when he was drafted, you know, all over social media, <laughs> he was just looking at why did we draft him? He he's mm-hmm. not good. He you know we uh. He went way too high. He's a third-round draft pick, blah, blah, blah. So that kid's playing motivated. Yes. And that can be very dangerous and wonderful, which is perfect. Um, And, you know, this game is just so important. And, you know, I have the schedule in front of me. This is why that Washington game hurts so much because (laughs) when you looked at the first three games, like two weeks ago, you said, oh, good, Washington, the Rams, and the Bengals. Because then after that, it's at San Francisco, at Pittsburgh, and then Ugh. you're home against the Ravens. So Ugh. the tough part yeah. about this is you might be going, you got to win Sunday and you got to beat the Bengals. Because if you go, you know, one and two or God forbid, oh and three into that stretch of three games, your season's mm-hmm. already over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A- abs- and no, I think, yeah. And that's scary. Like you said, it's a, you know, are we already talking must win games? Yeah, we are. Because you have to literally, be that- you have to win the, like, you have to win at least – no, you need to win these next two games. You have to. There, there's no absolute have to. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Yep. You can't go into those next few games. If you come out of all those 500, yeah. good on you. That's, right. You can work with that. But, unfortunately, if you don't, if you go mm-hmm. in there 0-3, like, it, can miracles happen? Yeah, absolutely. Of course. But, but, but what's – you know, I don't trust in Howie Roseman because he brought in the great Jamin Brown this week. <laughs> who because exactly who so when, it, when it's like he that kind of name is like when you play madden and you're in like your fifth year and like, like they have these fake names you got yes <laughs> that's who how he draft him in the in. fifth round yeah exactly you draft him in the fifth round because it's like in hey, 2026 no, he, was supposed to, he, was supposed to, he was supposed to go in the seventh round but you got a lucky one there sir and you cut him in the you cut and, him in the preseason exactly anyway. but um, you know, because after that Ravens game, you know, then you have a good little stretch. You have the Giants, Cowboys, and then Giants, and then Browns. And then it goes yeah. into Seahawks, Packers, Saints, Cardinals. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah. you got to win these games when they're in front of you. When, exactly. The when, must, you have to win the must-win yeah. game. Or not that, yeah. you got to win them. Uh, like, I agree. Literally, I'm, I'm having an issue with that for some odd reason. No, no, that it's, saying that. no, it's, but, it's no, you, you have to. Do, you have to. And it, it just, it's, and that's where I just think it's like, does their mentality going into it? Like, okay, we got this. We're good. We're good. And it's like, right. no, you, you guys still, it's a, it's a professional football team, even though it's literally their name is football team. It's a professional team, and you got right. You got to treat it like they're, they're the, I was going to say Patriots, but uh, they're the, uh, they're the Niners or they're the Rams. Yeah. Seahawks. Right. Like Absolutely any right. of these big teams that you, that actually put fear in teams, you got to just go out every week and play them. And it just, it's scary. It just sometimes. And you know, with, which I just, you need that leader. And I don't think this team really has it in all fairness. And that's, that's really tough. You lost it with Jenkins. You did, but, and you know, you, you have the Grams and the Fletcher Cox, but guess what? A football team runs off of one guy, and that's yes. the quarterback. And yes, you know, very, yeah. Yep. After after last week, you gotta think Carson Wentz has 
like a massive monkey on his back where he's saying, look, you know, I'm going to show you guys why I'm this and that I'm going to lead you to this. And that's what I hope. And like you said, that's what we absolutely pray and hope for this Mm -hmm. Sunday. Yes. Because it's not going to get any easier from here. And (laughs) it's just, it's just not. And, um, you know, as we, as we wrap this up, um, I don't know if you have anything else you want to say, but I know it's a fool's errand to predict scores and stuff like that, because after the Washington game, it's like, Oh, who knows (laughs) what the heck is going to happen. Um, but before I get to you, I, I do think there's an Eagles victory here. I thought about it all day today, um, and, and I just thought to myself, man, I love the Eagles, so I got to be – you know, I, I can't be so biased on things. And, you know, I'll be negative as anybody else. I'm, yeah. I'm not afraid to talk trash yeah. about any anybody. Um, so, to, to me, it's like they have to win this game. I think Doug Peterson – it knows that he has to win this game. They, they have a lot of success against the Rams the last three or four years. Um, so very true. I, I do. I think maybe Wentz struggles in the very beginning of the game, but I think having Lane Johnson back will provide a comfort for Wentz. Yes. Um, so I think mentally he'll be ready to go. Um, I, I think if, if, Doug Peterson is as smart as we do believe he is. He's, he's going to roll his quarterback out a little bit more because he's the most dangerous quarterback in football statistically when he's on his, when he's on yes. the move. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm going to go with a, 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 a 28 to 23 win uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. Nice. Yeah. Over I'm, to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, like, nah, like you said, it, it's going to be, it, it's a must win game. And the Eagles, it, it was really hard to kind of think of a score. And literally, as I'm going through it, I'm just trying to break down everything. And I actually kind of have the opposite. I feel like Wentz will come out on fire. Then he'll have like a little bit of a mm. lull, which will allow the Rams to kind of like, stay so in So like the first so, game. Yeah, yeah. But he'll he'll get it back. He'll okay, get it good. back again. To, like yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll get it back again. But I do believe um, the Eagles can. I believe the Eagles can win. But it's not going to be one of those easy games where we're like, ah, it's going to be. We're going to be on the edge of our seat yelling at the team the whole time. I think we're going to just squeak it out at twenty four twenty three. So I heard uh, yeah. somebody else in the radio today said. Uh, um, I don't know if it was Ross Tucker or somebody else. He said it's going to be one of those games where you're going to get ready to either throw your remote through the television or throw it yeah. back behind you on the couch for yep. a win. So it's yep. uh, and he said 24-23. So if it's 24-23, I might not ever do this show again because I'm going to have a heart attack. Um, <laughs> uh, no, yeah, oh, it's it's going to be that way, my friend. It's going to be that way. But you know, it's almost like that every game. Like it's, the only I know. What was the last comforting game we had? It was probably what the. Uh, the NFC championship against the Vikings. We were yes. up 41 to seven. You're, you're right. That was probably, yeah. You're right. So, um, but, but uh, JB, man, I want to thank you for coming on. And I really hope to actually to make this a common thing. I'd love to have you on again. Oh, I would love to come back, my man. I, and I, I love going back and forth with you. Yeah, you're, you're a lot of fun. And you'll call me out if I say something dumb. So that's always <laughs> a good thing. I need that once in a while. But, uh, you know, all we got to do is just coordinate your schedule because I think you and I have, like, completely different schedules. So it's, No, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm on call all the time. But yeah. whatever, you, whatever you need, my man. All right, brother. Uh, JB, I really appreciate it. Guys, I want to thank you guys so much for everything you guys have been uh, uh, tuning in. Um, either it's on Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, anywhere – 
any app in the world that you guys listen to podcasts, you've been listening uh, to Face Off with Chris. I really appreciate it. Um, check us out on the social media. I am at Chris Friend 24 on the Twitter. And uh, JB, where are you at on Twitter? Uh, J- uh, Twitter, I'm JMBrenner05. Perfect. All right. So uh, thank you guys again. I really appreciate it. Uh, next week, we hope to be discussing a one and one Philadelphia Eagles team. I have no idea what I'm going to be doing from a Philly standpoint. I only God knows what that's going to be like in a week, but uh, we'll definitely touch on that as well. Um, but thank you guys so much. This has been Face Off with Chris. That's John Brenner. I am Christy Francesco. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and weekend. Go, birds, and I'll catch you all down the road. Have a good one. Uh, bye bye.